Hey and welcome to That Dubai Girl, the podcast. I'm Elisa. And I'm Kirsty. Every week we'll be chatting about the trials and tribulations of living in Dubai. Your problems, your big wins and your crazy confusions. We're here to try our best to help guide you through it all. There's going to be some silly chat from us and we'll be joined by very professional experts who will actually say stuff that matters. We want to thank you for being part of our ultimate girl gang. Right, let's get on with it then. So week two of that Dubai Girl the podcast. Hey Christine. Hey, how are you? How I'm all right. Week? Yeah, very good. How was yours? Yeah, good. Busy but good. Busy good. but good. You're always busy. I, I, I feel this is going to be a theme. Now the thing is, what I got asked last week when we did our podcast was, "Are you guys mates?" Yeah, of course we are. Well, we are now. But let's be honest. <laughs> no, we weren't. We didn't know each other. <laughs> we met on the radio. <laughs> yeah, we met on my radio show on Love 107.1. And now I feel like we are going to be mates now. now. I'm going to force her to be my friend. Oh, well, we live pretty close to each other. We which do. Is and exciting. I have been bouncing ideas off you this week. Yeah. Do you know what I've been loving? You have been asking me, assuming I'm some sort of professional in life, like stuff for your business you've been asking me little businessy questions and I've been answering have I been good or yeah you have because do you know this sounds so silly when you run a business you're like so all encompassed by the business yeah and the people that you work with every day are so into it that sometimes the simplest thing can be so difficult so it's nice to have someone that we can be like hey we trust you we're going to tell you something we're doing that's a big fat secret um what do you think and we get an opinion that we we trust and believe so, so. i'm the normal one you're the normal one <laughs> yes. i'm just the normal person off the street you know like what they do in the news they just yeah. go and interview normal people what do you think about this i like that I feel That's complimented. You. That's your job. Thank you. That Dubai girl normal person. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get a badge. Um, but this week we are talking about health and well-being and fitness and stuff like that. So how are you with that kind of area of life? <sighs> well, as I mentioned last week, I have been all the sizes yeah. in the uh, wardrobe range. Uh, I am currently on what I like to call the preparation week to get myself back into a healthy lifestyle. So what is the preparation week? Okay. What do you do? The preparation week is when I try and... I start counting my calories. Okay. Okay. I don't... I count them realistically, like, to give myself a wake-up call that, you know, you've eaten 4,000 calories <laughs> a day. That's not good. <laughs> that is not good. I've been um, there, And you've walked 10 steps because yeah. you laid on the sofa. Uh, so, yeah, I have been back at the gym and trying to do gym classes trying to get up trying to drink more water trying to eat less food Mm -hmm. and this is what i like to call the like prep week where like i don't completely shock my body back into it i like gradually ease myself back in you're smiling so much you're like (laughs) what i'm saying is a load of shit Uh, but okay well four weeks (laughs) four weeks from now maybe we need to do like a a before and after i mean um it's like for me like i say Every week I say, diet starts Sunday. Mm. Never does. I'm still waiting for that Sunday to come. Yeah, I feel like that doesn't work either. Like, I always think, like, going to start on the first of the month. And then you're like, oh, no, because it's this person's birthday. Yeah. Um, But also, like, really, I'm sure the experts that we're going to talk to today will talk about how terrible our ideas on dieting are. Um, But the truth of the matter is, 
it's less calories in <laughs> and it's yeah. more steps and movement. Eat less, move more. <laughs> exactly. And that's supposedly how easy it is. But you know what's not easy? When I finish here on, on the radio at eight o'clock and I'm on the way home and I'm thinking, what am I going to cook for myself? And then I see adverts for McDonald's, which is on the way, the drive through and it's got a 10 dirham meal. Yeah. I mean, how do you argue with that? Fast food is cheap. That's the problem. It is. I had a friend that um, when he first lived here, literally, li- so he moved from the UK and he literally lived on junk food because he was like, it's so expensive here. It is. How is a packet of celery four pounds? <laughs> <laughs> it's like avocados. It's like one oh my for God. like 30 dirhams. And then don't even get me started on a packet of cherries. Right, a packet of cherries from Spinney's, 45 dirhams. And the problem is they don't last. Like, No, they don't. Uh, um, yeah, so what are you, like, your regular routine in life, would you say that you were a fit person? Would you say that you were trying to be fitter? Yeah, I mean, I'm very good. I'm kind of in holiday mode still at the moment, yeah. which is not great for me. Um, I'm lucky that I have some very fit friends. Oh, that's good. So you've got inspirations yeah, all around my you. My social circle loves a workout. Yeah. So um, they're on their holidays at the moment. <laughs> so so um, that's why everyone's letting us down. I'm taking it easy. But yeah, I'm a big fan of uh, Barry's boot camp. Yeah. Also available for discount on the That to Buy Go app. Really? Little plug there. Yeah, 20% off. That's great. Um. No, I am a fan of Barry's. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that people, some Barry's can be really scary. Like, there are a lot of people in hot pants and crop tops. In it's because it's all like hotties. Like, it's so many hotties. The thing with like, me is, I go to F45, which is in Marina mm-hmm. next door to Barry's, and we all walk in like the normals. And then you've got the fit Instagram baddies all going into Barry's. And yeah. I'm like, oh. But I'm not a fit Instagram baddie. I'm just yeah, a normal person Come in on. the corner. I actually go on the treadmill. Even the reception staff know what treadmill I go on. I go on the one in the corner where no one can see me. (laughs) And then that puts me on the back row in the corner on the floor. And the trainers just know now I'm just trying my best. Yeah. So do they just leave you alone? Yeah. Yeah. They don't, you know, what, like a couple of them I know well now and I feel like they know me. When I go into a class and there's a sub and it's someone that doesn't know me and they're screaming at me like, come on, you can go faster. I'm like, yeah. I can't. Please leave me alone. That's the thing though. I think in Dubai it's like really fun because you do kind of get to know like your trainers. Like with me, whenever I walk into F45 and I'm doing the stuff, they just laugh at me. Yeah. Which I think's great because I don't want to be screamed at like you're not doing that properly. And they're just like, oh well, Lisa, yeah, I would, there she is. Yeah, she is. <laughs> Try, trying her best. Trying. Good girl. She came today. Yeah. Well done. Well, I hope that's how they feel about me. I mean, <laughs> the reception staff like cheer me in when I come Aww. in, and the man that makes the pro- protein shake, Christian, he's so cute. I have the same shake. He knows Aww. half banana mocha smoothie, whatever it is. Mocha nice. Shake. Mm. Um, but yes, I, so I am. I would say, like, I, I like a walk. Mm-hmm. I like I like working out. Mm-hmm. Um, I hate waking up and driving. And then once I've done the workout, I do truly believe that, and I know it for myself, mm-hmm. that if I've worked out, I feel better. Yeah, me too. Um, but it's just, it's mind over matter sometimes. Yeah. And do you know what the problem is? Like, tr- hand on heart, I haven't been to the gym for like six weeks. Mm-hmm. So it's like mentally getting yourself back into that, like, oh, I just... I just can't. It's you can. hard. You can. And another trick that I've taught myself is that like of an afternoon or if I'm having a bit of a lazy day, yeah. I um, go get on the treadmill in, in the gym at home and uh, watch Netflix and yeah, just power works. walk. It's just distractions. Like yeah. today I was watching Love Island and I decided, you know what? You are a joke. You didn't go to the gym today. So what I did was I did 
20 squats and I was like right well I'm going to take a little break now and I'm going to come back and do another 80 did I know but at least I did 20 right exactly, exactly. <laughs> I'm trying do you wear, an, do you wear a, a, sna- a snazzy watch I do have a Fitbit okay yes so Apple Watch is savage like Apple Watch will tell you if you haven't every hour it's on your case like you have not moved move yeah. basically move your fat ass you've laid down for an hour <laughs> it's, it's a, like living with your mum or something mm, again mm, it is good I wish it would be like when it knew that I was picking up a chocolate yeah, bar like put the chocolate down. bar down well I don't know if you know Kirsty you're actually speaking to an athlete me go on um, because I am the 1994 St. Philan's Primary School in Houston Egg and Spoon Race Champion amazing and that is my biggest achievement I'm gonna, in life i'm sorry i'm gonna top you oh don't right go on um go on. the whole time i was at secondary school so that yeah. was like a big chunk of my life i was the essex county discus champion <gasps> sick yeah. you could have been in the olympics yeah there's my name on a plaque somewhere yeah yeah you're kidding and i actually was well like small for a discus person because discus is that thing where you like swing it around yeah and yeah, yeah. It. that's yeah. a tough sport Smashed it man it was great it. so you Don't must be why. good at weights at the gym then you must have good up- upper body strength or have you lost it all mm, no it was... i also used to be a very 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 good horse rider <laughs> there's a lot of rosettes up my loft well, so actually you're talking to an athlete sorry to uh, i heard you are good there. at riding um <laughs> Anyway, right, let's get on with it today. Uh, let's get on with some real fitness people because we've got our past achievements, yeah. But um, let's get on some real fitties. So our first guest on the podcast this week, well, we're going to be talking about, you know, great ways of maintaining a sexy body. And this girl certainly knows about that because she is the founder of Jet Lagged Chef. It's Eliza Veach. Hey, Eliza. Hello, guys. How you doing? Yeah, very well. How are you? Very, very good. Happy to uh, join you guys. We're very excited to talk about all your very delicious and healthy meals. We can't wait to hear the ins and outs of it. Awesome. I want to ask you, first of all, what, like, how did you decide that you were going to start the Jet Lag Chef? Because it's, it's a meal plan, right? It is. Um, I actually didn't intend to start my own company. So um, during COVID, I was really bored and I created the Instagram only to share my recipes. Yeah. I love to cook and my friends were always asking me, how can I make them? So I shared my recipes and then my husband's a personal trainer. So one of his clients said, can you cook for me? And then now I have my own company. (laughs) That's really cool. So what kind of things were you showing off on your Instagram that you were cooking? Well, for me, it's sort of a combination. I, I really enjoy eating. And then my husband's very calorie and massive. <laughs> Part of the problem oh, over here. Yes. Love eating. Yeah, we do. Um, so I like to eat and my husband's more uh, sort of the calorie and the macro side. So the recipes I shared was sort of a combination of both and maybe a spin around it to make him eat it with me, but also allow me to enjoy it. Um, and it kind of enlightened people that they can have something that they think is actually really unhealthy, but they can have it healthy. Oh, so what kind of stuff? Um, just sort of using substitutions. I, I do a like an Alfredo sauce with cauliflower puree instead of cream. Ooh. It makes it super creamy, but it's really healthy. Um, just sort of proving that you can have you know pasta or sweet potato or potato and still have it within a macro portion. I think we all just think that they're enemies and they're really not. And what do you think? I'm just going to ask you this because um, I I do struggle with diet. And uh, what do you think of the keto diet? 
Actually, I have have tried it super successfully when I got married, yeah. and I lost 10 kilos. However, <gasps> I learned nothing. I learned to avoid really healthy stuff. I was quite almost afraid of what I was eating because to do it successfully, you have to completely cut out almost every carb. And if you don't, it takes three more days to go back into ketosis. So you're not really learning to live a healthy, balanced life. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah, and it, it's successful. I can't deny that, but I put it all back on because I learned nothing. Yeah, that's me. That's how I was. Like, I lost, like, I think I lost, like, 16 kilos wow. on keto doing that. I was going to the gym, yeah. like, five times a week. And then you come out the other yep. side and you're like, oh, burgers again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I want a bread roll. <laughs> Signed the wedding paper and like grab some cake. <laughs> she was like, "Give me um, the, give me the wedding cake. <laughs> Just uh, get away from me, new I mean, husband. Give me a fork." <laughs> it's really, I mean, it, it works, but I also think that if you're not completely dedicated and you're not very aware of hidden carbs that are in something mm. that is not, then you're actually going to not only actually gain weight, but your cholesterol is going to be wild. And it's just not going to work. Okay, so yeah. uh, important question that we may be is, yeah. okay. why is it called the Jet Lag Chef? Well, because I didn't know it was going to be a company. So I just named it after my then job, which was, I'm, I was cabin crew. So You were just constantly jet lagged. Yeah, well, it's also the approach that I have because I would come back with one day in Dubai and I, I really didn't want to waste the food. So I would just look in the fridge and just whatever I had, I'd kind of whip it up. I don't strictly follow recipes. And I kind of was trying to show that you don't have to exactly follow it. If you don't have all the veg, just like, what do you have? Or what do you like? Sort of a lazy way to cook. Yeah, I love it. Eliza, I want to ask you, how does the jet lag chef meals compare to plain food? Because <laughs> I got to say, I got to say, though, I'm assuming you used to work for Emirates. When I went yeah. on a flight, right, you know, it's Business usually... Business class food is top notch. Oh, yeah, well... But economy, like... You're talking nah. to a commoner here. I was in economy, right? And it's usually yeah. chicken or beef, which is the usual scenario. Mm. Yeah. And they yeah, had... Yeah, they had the most gorgeous salmon... And it was just beautiful. And I was like, it's amazing that you're letting the commoners eat stuff like salmon now on normal class. It was lovely. I'd like to point out that I've only flown in business class once because I got a cheeky upgrade. Yeah, but you boasted about it right there, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, it, it was my last flight recently <laughs> after being on a plane where I thought I was going to die because it had propellers. So when I got, I've never been so relieved to see an Emirates uniform oh, as I know. when I got off a propeller plane and was like, oh my God, get me on a plane with an upstairs, please do yeah. it. <laughs> Dramatic, isn't it? Uh, so what, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm assuming you didn't take any inspiration from the plain food and the tin foil packages, <laughs> did you, Eliza? No, not quite. But <laughs> I, would say, <laughs> I would say that my menu is really diverse and that's come from, you know, having the privilege to fly to different countries yeah. and try their meals. And also, like, we don't know each other as cabin crew, but we're really generous. So people would bring stuff for us to try and... You know, I would. I just really opened my eyes to what else I can cook. So it's, I, this is sort of where it comes from too, because our menu is not really one cuisine; it's just everything. Yeah, and I've had your meal plans, and like I can genuinely say, like they're absolutely delicious. And one thing that I really liked about them, so I use my fitness pal, as I'm sure a oh, lot yeah, of people yeah. do. Um, and the fantastic thing is, like the packaging's really, really good. The meals get dropped off to you, like in a bag, a uh, special cool bag, like it's every couple of days. Um, and on the front of it, it has a barcode, literally scan straight into my fitness Nice. Pack. Yeah, really, really good. And like for me, having the two meals from you, 
also allowed me to have like a sensible breakfast, a couple of cups of coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I didn't sure. feel like I wasn't starving myself. I actually, a couple of times of your meals, I couldn't eat it all. It was like a lot. And like you said, it's because of the fact that there's so much veg and stuff because it's yeah. so low in calories and you just you forget about it. Like when you're buying stuff yourself and also we were talking about earlier how expensive vegetables and stuff are here. Yeah. So, you know, when people look at um, meal plans, they think, oh, it's, that's, oh my God, that's really expensive. But actually, if you go in a supermarket, any even if you pop in Lulu's or Carrefour or whether you're a Waitrose girl, like... Spend a fortune. So expensive. So yeah. expensive. And it goes off so quickly. And that's another thing, like... Your meals were delivered and I know like they were for certain days, but I ate a couple the next day and it was yeah. fine, you know, like they were in the fridge. It was all good. Um, and well, we, yeah. have, we, we have a pretty unique model because we're small. So we, we're not like a restaurant where they might sort of hold on to the, the ingredients for a few days. They come in like tomorrow, they're going to come in tomorrow fresh and then we're going to cook them and throw them out. So that's sort of where we can keep them really fresh as well i love it this is amazing it's really cool and look go and check out eliza and the jet lag chef on insta your insta's brilliant i know you're absolutely killing it and i've got to get on your meal plan i feel like i need it i need it to get and me motivated to get again act together because she sells out and she's she's oh, okay. rapid she sells out oh. like a boss every single week is it can you remember the last time you didn't sell out Across Eid, I was quiet, and I think we all just had to celebrate because we, we were just so like, busy. "Quick, get me to the brunch." Yeah. Wait, so Eliza, I was like, "Yes." <laughs> are you cooking the meals yourself? Yeah, she's amazing. I have, I have a I have a really big team, but I'm there every day. Awesome. So, um, it's sort of I'm teaching them slowly, but I'm I'm kind of passionate about it as well. So I'm just kind of cooking with them, and I, I like I also enjoy that part. So amazing well thank you so much and again if anybody is interested in trying these meals i 100 recommend them pop over to insta and check out jet lag chef thanks so much cheers eliza thank you oh eliza was a babe wasn't she she is such a babe like legitimately she's a babe like in every sense of the word <laughs> yes, like she can cook she's a hottie like yeah. she's just a nice person wifey material she well she is a wife yes so she is congrats to that hubby yes like, well, nailed done. It. well done uh right so every week we're going to be doing your questions from that dubai girl on the facebook page but also you can email us your questions anytime you like emailing us at what is it the, that that's Dubai girl pod at gmail.com. At gmail.com. Yeah, Amazing. see, we've got our email address and we've had a good few emails this week, so we I'm have. proud it's of been, us. Yeah, it's been super exciting. Thank you. Like, yeah. we've had a real buzz, like, because we just sit here talking to ourselves. So it's very exciting to hear your feedback. No criticisms. That's not, we don't need that. No, Plus I mean, vibes. We'll, take, we'll <laughs> take the criticisms. It's fine. Constructively. Um, yeah, and my mum's given a lot of feedback. Yeah, my mum wasn't sure about the swears but you know. yeah and i i was a bit reluctant to let my mom listen to this no cause... me and my mom are like tight my mom can listen yeah. to anything i say but my dad no definitely not no my dad will never hear this and my no. dad will never hear the last one because i think about four minutes in i said shagged 
<laughs> like straight off boom she's arrived the Scottish bird is here uh, right so some questions from that Dubai girl we've got a very interesting one that was posted this week that was one of the most popular right yeah so this was one of the most engaged posts of this week mm-hmm. and it said hello girls I feel comfortable asking you this quest- question because you know it's just our sisters oh. lol it is just our sisters yeah. I love that so my fiance is not romantic like he rarely tells me that he loves me he never does romantic gestures he doesn't even compliment me when I'm dressed up so when I ask him to be romantic he says I'm already romantic the romance you're asking for is just in movies or social media no one's that romantic in real life is this true can you tell me in the comments what your man does for you that is a romantic gesture p.s I had a bad relationship experience in the past and none of my exes were romantic so that's why i'm trying to ask you all thanks <laughs> right sad though like i, I mean, know okay so what okay before we dive into this what's the most romantic thing anyone's ever done for you um i've had a surprise holiday booked for oh me oh my god unreal to maldives oh my god yeah like you win but well, you know i'm so special you are okay. <laughs> no i didn't realize that i deserved that uh, yeah i mean that is quite good the maldives one uh, what's yours what's the most romantic thing anyone's done for you um I mean, I don't know where we're going to pitch this on the romance scale, but it really, at the time, I was a little bit like, oh my God, I can't believe someone had done this. And it, it didn't feel romantic at all, but depends. I'll tell you the story and then you see how you feel about it. Gosh. Okay, so I went on um, I went on a first date with a guy. We won't mention any names because we, we still are, we're still kind of friends. Yeah. He's, an, he's a decent guy deep down. Um, and uh, we went on this date and um, he was, I don't know how, we, we drank quite a lot of wine and we were talking about romantic dresses that things had done for people. And he was like, I would never send someone flowers. I just can meet waste of time. Blah, blah, blah. Disagree, but okay. Okay. In the same date, he yeah. used the C word. I mean, I know we are grown ups and we can say the C word, but I'm yeah. not going to say it because you've got to draw a line somewhere. Okay. Anyway, so he used the C word to describe, not at me, but to describe. <laughs> Imagine date you over. are up. um and uh basically i must have reacted like when he said it like i'm not a prude people can say the c word if they want to and you know on the odd occasion of pure anger it comes out of my mouth yeah. but as a general rule i'm like it's a step too far so he said it and he was like oh you're one of these people who's like super offended and i was like no, i'm not super offended but we're sitting in a pretty nice restaurant i just you know just don't think it's necessary ruining the vibe a bit um so anyway date was over we had a really good time did we we we, like i said it's not romantic but we are still friends and um the next day now as we've mentioned before in my previous life i was a teacher yes yes the next day Uh i get a phone call hi ma'am your delivery i'm like what delivery i'm at work at school and i literally was like oh my god now he'd sent me a red rose single single yeah uh might have been three actually okay cute um and a cake now can we guess ladies and gentlemen no no he no what was on the cake it wasn't the c word it was you're kidding (laughs) a school to a school a primary school yeah yeah primary school wow yeah what a boy uh but uh funny and at the time i was like i cannot i was like fuming and then, like, when I told a few people the story, they were like, no, it's pretty funny. Like, he's done it kind of 
Ironically. Ironically. I mean, I think that's quite, like, if you like a cheeky chappy. Yeah, and when I cool spoke move. to him about it, yeah. he said that he'd done it in the taxi on the way home from our date because he <laughs> thought it was funny. But I would have drawn the line, mate, at sending it to a primary school. <laughs> I feel like if you just sent it to her house, it would have been a little bit less awkward. Um, but back to this question, okay. Uh, well, what the crux of this really is and what a lot of the girls are saying, Kirsty, is it's all about love languages. Now, okay, what is love languages? Okay, well, love languages, we have five love languages okay. and each person gives one where is and it? receives one in this? it's not <laughs> i don't know if that'd be words of affirmation i don't know um so we've got words of affirmation okay quality time okay physical touch mm-hmm. acts of service and receiving and giving gifts acts of service that's a funny one because i i never really knew what this meant mm-hmm. and i've seen this very recently on a dating app when someone's put about like what are you looking for in a relationship and someone put acts of service and yes. I was like what? Like, so acts of service is like yeah kind of like that like okay, cool. you want you know if you're maybe you want them to like take the bin out without asking oh, okay. or I get it. maybe make you dinner like that's an act of service because they're doing they something have a better name for it? I don't know but they're doing something to make your life easier oh nice okay. and I'm telling you that's my love language. I like to receive acts of service because I don't really like big, grand, romantic gestures, to be honest. But okay. I do like it. Like, but for you example, just go on a romantic holiday to the Maldives, but you yeah. don't like romantic. No, but I, she doesn't like that. I so don't. Don't take her. I don't to mind the it. <laughs> I don't mind going to the Maldives. But you know, I would. I would really like if someone took my dog out. Like, oh, yeah. took my dog for a walk for me or, like, made me a cup of tea or if I'm not feeling well, they come and cook me dinner. Like, that's what I like. What would you say that your love language is? What mm. do you like to receive from someone else? So it's words of affirmation, someone telling you you're pretty all the time, they they, yeah, they love bit, you. Uh, I think that's a bit cringe sometimes. You don't like, like that? I, yeah, I get a little bit like, I'm not very good with compliments. So right. Like, if someone says to me, like, oh, you're pretty, I'm like, what? Like, well, would you be like, no, I'm not? I mean, I am not pretty, obviously. No, I'm not saying you're not. Like, I'm just saying was that no, your comeback? I just, I, yeah, as we've we've said previously, I don't have a great track record of dating, so no. I don't know if I'm the best person to ask this. I think I like, without sanding dodgy, I like touch. Like, I like someone yeah, you to like be a cuddle. like... Yeah, a cuddle. Or, yeah, or just like, you know, like when someone just like puts their arm yeah. on you, or like you'll be sat with other people and they'll just like put their arm on your arm, or yeah. just like, you know, once someone on a third day, I would like to point out, in the Dubai mall, kissed me on the forehead on the escalator. And I was That's like... That's what you do to, like, a two-year-old ex- nephew. Exactly. Yeah. Why would That's you do that on cringe. a Thursday? Terrible. I told you, I could write a book about terrible days. <laughs> Seems like you could, and thank goodness we've got you on this podcast for that. So, but what love language do you think that you give? I think I do what you said. Acts uh, of service. Yeah, because I would say, like, my... I do that to my friends and my yeah. family. Like, I will be the person to go make a cup of tea, like, to come around for a pick of tea. I've booked you a facial. I've done Aww. this. That's like, you want to be friends with me. This is all in your future. <laughs> I'm feeling this. Um, I'm like, yes. But I would say that's what I do. Yeah. Um. So, I. but yeah, my experience of that is with my friends. And I would say that's kind of what I value in friendship. Mm-hmm. So, in theory, that's what I would value in a relationship because I like, I think I'm always thinking like, Oh, like when I walk around the shops, I'm always like, oh, my mum would like this. Oh, my mum would like this. You know, like I'm kind of that, oh, if I'm in this place, it reminds me of that person. Yeah. So I think that's me. But But like, do you know what I think is a thing that men automatically think that women want? Mm -hmm. 
gifts. I mean, I want the gifts as well. <laughs> see, for me, I don't want gifts. Like, see if no, someone says gifts. to me, like on on my birthday, for example, and I've, I'm going out with someone, my partner's like, what do you want for your birthday? I'm like, don't buy me a thing. Buy me like an experience that oh, yeah. we can do. No, that's nice. Yeah. yeah. So like, yeah, I get that. Like, I don't like stuff. No, mm, I like the stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I do like that. Like with my friends, Aww. we tend to not buy each other presents anymore. Yeah. Like my close friends, we we say, right, we're going to do a staycation or we do something we're all going to enjoy. So yeah. like when it's your birthday, it's all our birthdays. I like that. Yeah. That works nice. for everyone. It's like when you go on a birthday brunch, but you have to still pay to be there. Yeah. You know, it's come like we're all doing birthday, something together. To and it's like come to my boat party. Yeah. You're paying. Yeah. True. Which is fine. I like that. It's good. But um, this is what the girls are talking about. Acts of service, quality time, all that stuff. They think that this is a mismatch in love languages. And dating experts actually say that when you first start dating someone, you should find out what their love language is to see if they're compatible with you. So what they want from you and what you want to give to them. I think that's a good point, yeah, right? Yeah, it's very logical. And what did she reply? Did uh, she respond and say... Like, well, she didn't say what love languages were because uh, basically what she was saying is she needs to have the conversation with her husband about it. And a lot of these women are saying that their husbands are not romantic. But what is romantic? Because that kind of reflects also, on what love language you are, also, right? when does the novelty wear off? Do you know what I mean? Like, my mum and dad are not very romantic. Like, they're, they've been married for like 32 years. The best Christmas present my dad's ever got for my mum, well, when I say the best, is uh, he got her a 52-inch TV because that's what he wanted for Christmas. That's, <laughs> so yeah. that's men. Yeah, that is men. Right, so what are we expecting? But what a lot of people are saying is if a man is particularly romantic, they might have ulterior motives. A lot of girls saying here that okay, they've had so, really romantic men, but they've turned out to be playboys. I won't name any names here, but one of my best friends will yeah. vouch for this situation. One of my best friends is now currently seeing someone very, very nice. Okay. But has previously been known to date men who send her Gucci trainers because oh. they can't see her or, you know, or one particular favourite she won't she won't mind me saying this. She was once at my house. It was Valentine's. We were we were single, so we were together. Um, <laughs> and uh, she got this phone Galentine's. call. Galentine's. Listen, I don't oh, want to hear a word about that because I love Galentine's. I, lo- I love it too. I'm, I'm in it. It's good. Um, and she got this phone call and it was a box of roses. Oh. Um, looked like a double pack of champagne. Oh, darling. And a bear that sung in the most creepy voice like an I love you like terrifying turned out there were six roses missing from the box and one of the bottles of champagne was gone from the double box so basically turned out that this guy had ordered took one bottle out and six roses taken them to the person he was obviously the wife probably with yeah and sent her the rest and a big like i'm so sorry here's my romantic gesture at least she got more stuff you know if we're gonna you know was so creepy i'm gonna yeah that does sound very creepy but you know right so that our advice for this one is find out your partner's love language just because they're not romantic doesn't necessarily mean that they don't love you True. You don't have to say it all the time. True. Agreed. Love you, Christy. Love you too. And we've just met. See how easy that is? <laughs> like, don't trust that. Uh, all right. So we've got another amazing guest on the podcast this week. Let's get down to it. Our next 
guest is someone very exciting and someone I know very, very well. The fantastic Jen Towers, who is the inspirational fitness entrepreneur behind Fitbox. Hey, Jen. Hi, girls. Hi. Hi, Jen. Really nice to speak to you today. So, Jen, tell us, what is Fitbox then? Tell us all about your job. What do you do here in the UAE? Okay, so first of all, I'm a personal trainer. Um, I've been personal training since 2015. And during the lockdown of 2020, as we all probably remember, um, I set up Fitbox, which is one box unlimited workout. So it's basically everything you need for a workout at home or on the go. And it just contains everything, every, all the pieces of kit you need. We've got um, core sliders, different kinds of resistance bands, jump ropes. So it's cardio resistance abs. You can mix it up. You can change your workouts every day. So no workout can be the same, but obviously consistency is key. So. Yeah, there's a lot to there's a lot to it. <laughs> I like it, Jen, because I remember at the start of the pandemic, and you'll of course know this because you've built your business kind of off of this. But the every bit of fitness equipment oh, was sold out across the UAE, wasn't it? Or it, it was, was like yeah. ten times the price. Like, yeah, you couldn't get a set of dumbbells for less than like a thousand dirhams. Absolutely ridiculous. It was also, so crazy. When we came crazy. out of the pandemic, literally everyone selling treadmills like, hi, I've had a treadmill for two months. I know, but I remember like <laughs> I had a fight with someone in my building, right? Because the building said, I was living at a place in the marina and they said, they sent us an email saying, right, first come, first serve. You can go into the gym and take weights away. And I remember I was fighting with a woman and it was like oh. over like three kilogram weights that I wouldn't even use anyway. I was like, come on, I'm taking this. She won, <laughs> but I let her win. Yeah. But um, yeah, it was, oh. it was an annoying time. But I mean, yours seems like such a cool idea to just have in the house at all times. Very cool. And also, Jen, yeah, it's, it's like the perfect like fitness buddy. <laughs> love it. Yeah. And it's that's what I was going to say. It's not just about, it's not just... Jen doesn't just hand you a box and go off you go like tell right. us more about what else comes with the box Jen because you really Jen comes with the box it's part of Jen I come I, I pop out of the box when you receive <laughs> it with <laughs> the sounds cool in a way <laughs> so with every box I've also included like a two week kickstarter program so you'll get the box and you'll get a QR code that you scan and then that'll take you to a two week program that you can just follow at your own pace it's got videos included as well so you can watch me do the demonstration and then you can do it yourself as well. So I didn't just want to leave everyone not knowing what to do. So so you're like yeah, the Jane Fonda. She is. She's the modern Jane <laughs> yes, Fonda. She's the modern trendy Jane I Fonda. That. I love it. Well, yeah. you, could, you feel free to use that in your next marketing materials, Jen. <laughs> uh, so Jen, tell me, be. right, what do you think? Obviously, we know that a lot of people just say move more eat less right but what do you mm-hmm. think like are your key principles for well i'm just gonna say it kirsty you and i lazier yeah. girls people that need a kick up the arse <laughs> yeah exactly and and need the motivation because it, it is hard to get started yeah it is yeah that's the hardest part is starting like a program if you've got if you don't know what to do and you don't really know where you want to be and where you are now it's good to have a plan in place um, accept where you are and then think, right, okay, this is the weakest I'll ever be. This is the most unhealthy I'll ever be. From now, this is all moving forward. I'm going to get fitter, stronger, step by step, yes. day by day. So oh, you're motivating me already. I'm getting up to do some squats. <laughs> Not really. Yeah, um, so, <laughs> so, Jen, what do you think about this whole thing, like weight training versus cardio thing that the world's kind of like, well, you've got one camp that's like, well, you should only be lifting weights. You've got another camp that's like, no, you should be running your tits off every single day. <laughs> like, what do you think about that? I'm kind of in the middle. So I obviously I love weight training. I've done weight training for the past 
I think it's 11 years now, which is so scary. Um, and I used to be like most girls in the world. Oh, I don't want to do weights. I don't want to get big and bulky. Um, but yeah, I started weight training. Um, obviously, that helped me get the physique I've got now um, and then led me on to like bikini competitions. So that's been a massive part of my life. Um, but then obviously without the cardio, obviously the fitness and your heart and that needs to be healthy as well. So you need a bit of both. Definitely a bit of both. I love it. So um, back to the bikini competitions, yeah? Um, did you have to wear a lot of fake tan doing that then? Oh, yes. Yeah. So it says <laughs> true what they say about Scouse girls and fake tan. Woo! <laughs> I'm plastic Scouse. I'm from the world. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm plastic Glasgow. I'm from the countryside, darling, but I pretend oh. I'm Glaswegian. <laughs> And you're Amazing. supposedly from Essex. Yeah, believe it or not, I am an Essex girl. I just, I know I don't present in my... <laughs> <laughs> I love it. sat in basically my pyjamas. <laughs> so Jen, tell oh. us about like how you got into like doing full-on bikini competitions. That sounds ace. Yeah, so it was uh, like three, four years ago now. Um, and I was just kind of going through the motions at the gym. Didn't really have a goal. And I sort of wanted to have something to focus on. Um, mm-hmm. I've never been in that kind of shape in my life. And I never thought I could be in one. Um, so I just thought, right, let's get a, sh- a photo shoot booked in first just to see what kind of shape I can actually get myself into. Um, that was like a test run for the competition. And then once I actually got myself into a pretty decent shape, I thought, OK, maybe I can try a competition, see how it goes. So then I booked one for like the following year after that. OK, so for those of us who are not going to be bikini models. Well, not yet. Not yet. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but not going to be at a, con- a competition level. Like, I've seen your pictures and it's incredible. Like, I, like, I, I, I know I could get to that, but like, I never. I never, it's just not in me to get to that. So I just think it's incredible. I didn't think it was in me either. See? Yeah, true. See, there's always an excuse, Kirsty. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Says me, I'm probably getting a McDonald's after this. Well, it's always an excuse. Um, okay, right, so I'm what, on my way around. Yeah, she's, she's coming. She's <laughs> yeah, got the band. She's about on. to literally physically whip us into shape. <laughs> um, okay, so for the, let's just say, the average girl out there, like, what would you say if you're listening to this podcast and you haven't got started and you're overwhelmed and you don't know where to start and you don't know what to do like what are three easy ways that you think you can help someone or give someone the advice to start start making a more active lifestyle okay so number one i would say start a food diary so i know that's not exercise but we need to start somewhere so Mm -hmm. food is always a great place to start so if you make a food diary for say three or four days um maybe two days over the weekend so you account for your weekend meals as well because that's where a lot of people fall down they'll be really good like sunday to thursday they'll be really good and then friday saturday they'll come they'll go for brunches they'll go for like slap up meals and then it all goes downhill (laughs) so make a, a food diary and then see kind of what you're eating is it more processed food is it whole foods is it enough protein is it too much too many carbs um and then you can kind of, kind of look at that and think right okay i need to cut out this i need to add more protein i need to take away this and um, so that's number one number two i'd say just start slowly maybe i'd say if you're a complete beginner hire a trainer because obviously if you go into the gym you don't really have a plan and you don't know your form and technique then it can get a bit confusing and then you just I mean, kind it can of get a bit dangerous like realistically mm-hmm. like it, yeah it can get a bit like overwhelming in the gym like picking this up picking that up and you can really like really hurt yourself so i do th- yeah, i do definitely. actually believe in that like, like for myself i had to i've had multiple trainers but <laughs> in the waves of <laughs> skinny and fat yeah, some, are, some um, are the best some are great but you know there's, there's always like 
if anyone needs me, I will I will be available. Fantastic. <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah, so I think just have a plan in place. But even if you take like five sessions with a trainer just to show you the basics yeah. and then if you, if you can't afford it or you don't want to train a full time, then just kind of learn the basics and then you can kind of make your own plan and go from there then. Uh, and number three, I'd say be patient and just kind of work hard, stay consistent and track your workouts as well because that's always like super important. Um, if you've got like, I'd say aim for three workouts a week if you can to start with. If you want to take it up to four, then you can do, but three is like a good a good um, place to start. Then you've got a little bit of time in between to recover um, and rebuild, and then you're off again for your next workout. I think that's great. And they're very achievable little tips that you've given us there. You're not saying like, go to the gym every single day, run like 10 kilometres, whatever. This is amazing. Thank you so much, Jen, for giving us our kick up the arse for the day. We really appreciate it. Thank you. (laughs) It's my pleasure. (laughs) And if anybody wants to get in touch with Jen, they can contact her on... It is Jen underscore Dubai underscore PT. Love it. And they can also check out Fitbox Dubai online as well. Amazing, Jen. Yeah. Thank you so much. Lovely. Uh, thanks, girls. That was great. Cheers. Bye. Great to you. See you soon. So our next guest is the lovely Mia from Flow with Mia. She's on now. Hey, Mia. Hello. Hi. So Mia, tell us a little bit about you. What is Flow with Mia? So I created Flow with Mia when I had my certificate for yoga. So I've been teaching yoga or had been teaching yoga for like for the past two years now. That's how I met Kirsty. She doesn't just um, teach yoga though, Mia. What else is the cool thing you do with like, she does something with like sounds. It makes people like lose their minds in a good way. Like feel like they're high as a kite. What's it called, Mia? So I also do sound meditation as well. I just got my certificate for that maybe a month ago. So, you know, we, you keep evolving. You just don't stay when you feel like you're good or you're better, but you still keep doing yourself to be yeah, better and, and better. And that's really important that like you've just mentioned that evolving, but we have called you today because to me, you are an inspiration. And if you have met Mia, which hopefully you, if you've been to a That Dubai Girl event, you will have met her. She has got a rocking bod. You yes, have seen girl. her on our adverts, upside down, in crazy <laughs> yoga poses, doing the unthinkable. And she has a rocking bod. Yeah. Uh, but it hasn't always been that way, Mia, has it? Like, tell, no, tell us the story. It. So basically, I grew up insecure. Then I've been like, I got into fitness. Mm. Then it made me realize like, my body is just more than a physical. So it gives you or like, you do more than just like looking at body, right? So before I started yoga, that I was seventy kilos. Then I, I just have to do better. So physical, like aesthetics wise, that is just like the result of your dedication. But behind those is like really hard work and clean eating and everything goes in between that a lot of people don't see. Amazing. And like for some of us, we'd be thinking, I personally, if I was 70 kilos, would be over the moon. I am not 70 kilos. <laughs> but to put that into perspective, how tall are you, Mia? I'm 5'4". Five, four. Five, four. And looking back at my pictures, I never thought I was big. Mm-hmm. But when you put on the comparison picture of the before and after, then I realized, Oh, okay. I was big before. Yeah, and everyone I mean, carries it, weight it differently. It's not like my con- confidence, you know. Yeah, and that's and that was what it was a big part of it, and that's what I love about you, Mia, is that 
it is not just you know she's not a preacher is Mia she doesn't you know she'll never she'll never slap a glass of wine out of your hand she'll actually <laughs> she'll actually be there with a bottle filling it up um, but you know and, and also for you Mia like Mia's yoga partner is called Pearl and they've like built this amazing relationship um, Mia and Pearl are just like the dream duo to me um, and like that's been another thing that like, you, you've made so many friends off the back of like doing it and I think that's what we're trying to talk about today is that fitness and having a healthier lifestyle needs to become part of your like overall it is without sounding cliche you have to change your life and make it a part of your life for it to work and i think yoga as well is like well integral that you need to like really keep practicing don't you it is hard and like i've always wanted to do it mia and how would you like what, what would your advice be to a beginner like i'm totally unflexible and when i tell you i cannot touch my toes i'm nowhere near Seriously, well, I'm awful. Point. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that is the point. Exactly. If you want to start, like you would stay there. This is the point. Like whatever you do, a kid or a baby doesn't know how to walk till like he falls down or crawls. If you can touch your toes, just bend your knees, touch your toes. That's where you start. You start the very, very basic, simple way. Kirsty, look. Let me show you now, right? I mean, I wish we had a video. Bend your knees, touch your toes. Right, what's, sit right, down, you tell me some tips, right? So sit down, bend my knees, touch my toes. Right, Chris, no, you so can't sit down. You've got to bend. Come on. Right. Just touch your toes, just bend your knees. Right, watch How do you Even know? if you're standing up, just touch your ankles or no, right your shin. Touch your ankles you start, now. You start, Reach and touch. Touch okay, your knees. She's at her shin. Like, <laughs> knees and Touch shin. your knees and just slide your hands to your ankles. Just reach as far as you can. The point of what you Mia is saying is somewhere. practice. Practice makes progress. <laughs> I think I need a lot more practice. We're not looking for perfection. We're no. looking for progress. Exactly. exactly. I'll keep trying Just every single day, Mia. That's what I'm going to do. Okay, <laughs> Mia, if people want to get in touch with you and come to one of your incredible classes, how can they do that? Well, they, they can follow me on Instagram, uh, Flow with Mia. And we have an upcoming event with That Dubai Girl and What's on Dubai that would be on September 3 and 4. So they have to book that one out and experience yoga with me and Pearl because I'll be, we'll be doing like the Do Effect and my sound meditation as well. Amazing. We cannot wait to see you there. All right. Thanks so much, Mia. Thank you. Thanks, Mia. get into your questions today then there's a few ways you can get to us right yeah so you can get in touch with us at that dubai girl pod at gmail.com you can also just head to the that dubai girl instagram and send us a direct message or you can send us a direct message if you're part of our fantastic facebook group um so yeah non-stop ways to get in touch it's amazing and also if you are not following that dubai girl on facebook then get on it because it is join the group amazing follow the link come so good it's so good right so i've got a story here that was emailed to us here on that dubai girl pod at gmail.com and we were talking about dating last week and this is about or the lack of dating well yeah this girl, I think, wishes that she had not been on this date because this is kind of a disaster date story. Brilliant. So, I'll just read the email. 
So, I was chatting to a guy on Tinder for a good three months. Then I decided to finally three go months. out with him. That is a long time it to is. chat with someone. I'm like, five <laughs> days, get me to a coffee or done. I wouldn't be waiting that long, okay, sorry, but it was worth on. it, seemingly. Um, we were meeting at a fancy restaurant in Souk Madanat. I met him there and he was wearing a gorgeous suit. Made a real nice effort for the date. We appreciate that, don't we? We do. As we sat down at the table and started chatting, I started to notice a funky smell. Oh, I tried to just carry on with the chat, but it was really off-putting. So he went to the bathroom and I checked my shoes because the smell was foul and I thought that maybe I'd better check it wasn't me. Good call. Yeah. Maybe I'd stepped on something. Shoes were clean. That hadn't happened. Checked the armpits. They smelled nice too. He came back and the smell returned. Oh, mm-hmm. no. I had a massive migraine all the way through the day. It was so overpowering. So we left. Well, and so he, how can you smell that bad and not know you smell that bad? I don't know. Well, we left and then he went in for a hug. He was a really sweet guy and we had a lot in common. So I returned the hug. Going in for the hug, the smell was unbearable. Oh. So I pulled back and I looked a bit startled. Yeah. He walked me to the taxi... <laughs> I know what's coming. He walked me to the taxi rank and as we were walking, he said, oh, wow, I didn't realise this was in here. From his pocket, he pulled out a dog poo bag (gasps) filled to the brim with dog shit. (laughs) That was the smell then. (laughs) I mean, what would you do in this situation? Anyway, right, but hold on, there's a fairy tale ending. Because he was so nice, I gave him another date. He smells great, by the way. And now I'm in love with the shitty dog, Bentley. I mean, come on! I mean, that is lovely. <laughs> but I don't... Like, I would take that man to a doctor. <laughs> I'd be like, how can you not smell that on yourself? But they do say, like, maybe it's the same for dog parents. as like mothers and kids. You don't smell your own child. Okay, and I can reinforce this. Yeah. Because I, as I mentioned, was a horse rider as a child. Yeah. And I literally used to play in horse shit. Like, we had... A- oh, it sounds <laughs> wow. terrible. Fun but, day out. But, no, <laughs> at our stables, we used to basically... It was like a mound. Yeah. A mound that was, like, made by several tractors that was, like, literally a shit mound. It was just shitty straw and shit. And it used to, like, dry right. out. And when I... Yeah, my one of my best friends growing up, her name's Merlin. And Merlin's nanny used to come and pick us up and take us back to her house and make us strip to our pumps. <laughs> At the back door, she'd be like, "You absolutely stink." To be honest, my parents, I'm pretty sure, installed a shower next to our back door purely so that they just be like, "Hose them off, get a power hose." But when you're, but saying that, I couldn't ever smell it on myself. But then when I got in the car, yeah, or when I then I could smell it. Like I could smell that horsey smell. Yeah. But when I was out and about or with my other horsey friends, I couldn't. But I can't understand how you could have a dog shit in your pocket and not smell it. But you know what? It's like when people have BO, but they don't realise. So I think you get immune to it. And I have a dog, right? And when I... I don't mind picking up his poo because it's just like, it's my child's poo. You get immune to it. I just don't... If I have a kid, I don't know what I'm going to do. You wouldn't fancy the nappy change. But look, I think the moral of this story is don't judge someone by the first date because it can get better. Okay. She really loves him now and she loves loves Bentley who does all the big (laughs) shits that go in the poop. Maybe she picks them up now. Okay. Progress. What about if he'd not found the shit in their pot in his pocket? (laughs) And she'd walked away being like, oh. I know, imagine. I think this story would have had a different ending if that had been the case. I think so. 
We would, we would like to hear your smelly <laughs> Yeah, Any more like that of people with like shit on them not realising, please let us know. Uh, that Dubai girl pod at gmail.com is our email address and we love that. We want your stories of dating. We want your we want relationship all your stories stuff. Because next week we are actually taking it a little bit serious. Oh, and what? we're talking. <laughs> Do I have to come then? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, um, no, but on a serious note, next week we're talking about the fact that three million people live in Dubai. Yeah. But Dubai can feel like the loneliest place on earth. And. That is another reason why we started the That Dubai Girl Facebook group so that girls in Dubai felt like they had somewhere to go. And we've had loads of incredible blossoming friendships, friendship groups, networks, all these things come out of the group. Um, And so that's what we're talking about next week. So actually, if you've got any stories of overcoming loneliness... Mm Or, you know, if you want to reach out with us, because maybe you're often a bit fed up, we're here. Yeah. And also, we're going to have some mental health experts on next week. So, if we you are. want to ask them anything, then get in touch. That Dubai girl pod at gmail.com with Kirsty. Pleasure as always, darling. Do you want to go for a wine after this? Oh, my God. I would love to. As long <laughs> yes. as you're not going to make me watch Love Island. I'm going to make you come outside. Well, I'm going to make you watch Love Island first, then come out for a walk with my dog <laughs> and pick up a ship. Is that right? <laughs> Sounds right. like a great day. Great. Can't wait. <laughs> right. See you next week. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Bye.